let's talk about the elephant in the room. His name's Steve. I got him in New Orleans the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Just cheesy shit. But uh, fucking Rogers going down. Wow. I love all the memes coming out. Gone wow. in 60 seconds with him on the movie poster. Bro, I couldn't even go to the inn and stir my dinner and walk back into the kit. <laughs> I walked like, and stirred what was going on for dinner so it didn't burn. Walked back into the living room and the motherfucker's on a cart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's out for the season. I'm not laughing. at. I mean, yes, it's hilarious. And then week two. The next big one, Chubb bends his knees fucking sideways. Ouch. Also done and for the It could the not have happened to. Like, it, it always has happened to the best dudes. Like, he's such a good dude. Like, that's yeah. the last dude you want to see fucking with that kind of shit. I'm looking at that and I'm like, that's got to be fuck season ender. That needs to be career ender because this isn't the first time he's tore those ligaments. Oh, dude. And it was like, I didn't see the final prognosis. It was like all of them? Three, I think. All, all of them? Yeah. <laughs> He tore two last time Medial, and now lateral, three this time. It's like, good lord, dude. Like, you're awesome, but fuck. Yeah, he's got the whole alphabet of CLs going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it got so bad there. Now, look, I picked up, right away, I picked up Ford, his backup, which is now the starting. I have. But then I found out today, did you get Hunt? Oh, I've had him. He's been on my bench. On the other, on on the pay league. Uh. I think he's still available yeah. in Dadbods, isn't he? And no, in Dadbods he is, but nobody wants him. Oh no, somebody took him in Dadbods today. Oh, I'm sure, but I didn't. I wasn't worried about that. But I've had him in uh, the Wingers Pay League. Hell yeah, because sitting NA, I, I knew something love, was going to I love Hunt. I did not think it was going to get so bad that the Browns are like, all right, come back, come come back to us now. We we need you. But yeah, that was kind of weird. Back to the Browns, but it makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you know the problem mean? is, is like I'm all stoked about Ford, and he's going to step and do good because he's done awesome, anyways. But now there's Hunt, who's been on that team for years and knows. Yeah, knows the players, knows it's the like, scheme. Uh, so at least for this week, Ford is supposed to be the starting. Yeah, and that makes sense. A couple weeks before i even going to start yeah. Hunt at this point. But if I remember one season, I had both Hunt and Chubb, and they both got me like 20 points a game because that's how the Browns play it. Like, Yeah. And that's how Dallas was starting and it with Hunt Pollard. fucking poached a lot of touchdowns. Yes. Which is why I, yeah. I swooped him up. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I love the guy because, yeah. yeah. If anybody hasn't, uh, if, it, if he's on the waiver wire, y'all better get out there and pick him up. I mentioned, I was an idiot, and I mentioned it. Now, I'm glad the guy who took him did because he was the one who had both Aaron Rodgers and Chubb on his team. <laughs> oh, Yeah. This is his first year in our league. I feel league. like in Winger's League, it's the same way. Like, the same dude lost the same two yes. dudes. <laughs> I need to ask like, him. Ouch. Because I just found out Trayvon Diggs is out for the season with a torn I ACL. I just heard that on the way here, yep. And I was like, damn, dude, did you have him Trayvon Diggs, too? Are you fucking like, maybe he's the bad luck guy. Maybe Ooh. he's the reason these people are getting he's hurt. He's just tearing knees up left right? and right. Uh, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. I can't believe that. I, I literally just heard it when I got off the freeway. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, so I knew he got hurt in practice. After you like, sent me his son. Because I, I have the, um, you know, I follow that shit. And so I get the little updates and stuff. And then, yeah, on my way home, I see that he's out. I'm like, what the fuck? In practice, man. That sucks. Yeah. That, that's a terrible way to lose your season uh, in practice. Beckham is hurt. I don't think he's out for the season, but nobody, he's also hurt. Nobody cares. True. Well, <laughs> young kids. Young kids still love that guy. Why? Because of that one fucking catch, that's all. Like at Riley's practice, they're no, like, "Oh, I'm going to Beckham it." I was like, "You know, he's got like, like two or three good, really good one-handed catches." And like, so he, does Justin he, Jefferson yeah. and CD Lamb. And yeah, and he was super elite. I get it. Um, back just, in the day, I think he's he's way overrated uh-huh. at this point. Like, he's a service serviceable third, but I, I, not even the way second. he handled the off season, 
He's another Deion Sanders. And I'm not talking Dion now, coach for the Colorado, who's I was gonna like say, doing I'm good now. shit. I'm <laughs> talking, we're going to get to that. <laughs> I'm talking Deion Sanders back in the day when he played for the Cowboys and like pulling markers out of his sock and just nobody can beat me. I'm the greatest, like cocky. Like that's how that was Odell. Oh, I'm sorry, T.O. Dion was the first, T.O. was the second. Yeah, but Dion was classy. He was a classy badass. He was, he was, yeah, he, he handed up, yeah, the, the marker, that was T.O., I'm that sorry. Was, T.O. did that, this, like a cell phone or some but, shit. But yeah, Maybe Dion, wasn't him, but. Dion was still that cocky, <laughs> and that's like why nobody wanted him in the end, was because he got that big head, fuck all y'all kind of thing. But the way Odell handled the offseason and, and treated people like he's something special, I'm like, Dude, you're, you're old. Yes, you could catch, but so can so many. Amon Ross St. Brown. He's he's got no. Is awesome too. Dude. It's like yeah, you're like he's like, maybe he's bionic. Maybe maybe they put hydraulics in. They might have. You know, yeah. Like they didn't that. rebuild that knee. They rebuilt that knee. <laughs> he's got to go open, knees open the side, and they just drip some more oil in there every time. <laughs> like just keep it lubed up, dude. He'll whoop ass. He's like I'm getting squeaky. Yeah, maybe people know that something we don't know, dude. Maybe they get inside information. I don't know. Riley picked him up at the beginning of the season, right in draft. God, that sounds. But he's ridden the bench. That's smart. Yeah, and I, it's I, early. Like I he, told him, I was like, "Hold on to him." Yeah, but keep him there. Do. Yeah, do not put him up. Same thing I did with um, Amari Cooper, but I just traded off Amari Cooper. Sean, I love you. Thank you. Good call. Uh, I gave him Amari Cooper, uh, Dalvin Cook, and yeah, I vetoed that trade. Did you? No. <laughs> I was wondering if anybody voted against <laughs> nah, it. No, dude, it was. I it gave was him cool. three. Cool. Okay, which could be yeah. good for CD Lamb. Yeah. I'm 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 very pro. I don't care if people disagree with the oh well player for player all this stuff unless it's egregious. Yeah, then you shouldn't veto it. I don't feel I ripped him off. I mean, no. Amari Cooper did great last season. No, dude, he is their number one this year. You went for what you wanted. Like yes, yeah. he's underperforming, but that does not mean that he's not uh you know top one two back on the team. It's. But, the whole team is the reason he was, but Dalvin Cook is a great running back. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and Jets and, are gonna go run strong. Well, and he's the pound back too. Yeah, so they're not gonna. Brees will get him the yards. Right. Dalvin's doing the yeah the end zone he's touchdowns. Coaching the yeah. touchdowns after yep. the other dude runs sixty yards down the field on him. <laughs> yep. And then um, I did go out and I swooped up uh, Addison. Jordan Addison. Yeah. Oh, he's kicking ass for me in the wingers league. Is he, see, I didn't know if anybody. I saw nobody had him in our in in the dad bod league, so I swooped him. Yeah, it's just the dad bod's eight man. Is it's so the problem? Yeah, I promise. I don't know. There's a lot of talent. I don't know if I'll play him much. Yeah, and that's because that's, I have both Devonte Adams and C.D. Lamb starting, and I don't see me benching those guys for. And your flex is super flex, so. And I'm keeping Tua until Tua right. gets another concussion. Is out Tua stay or or he's on a bye week. I see those guys are fucking. Jalen Hurts and Tua are not taking a day off until they have a bye week. You know? Yeah, I agree. And I hope it's not the same. Yeah. But that's good to have on your bench. But, but I get it. It's matchup things. And yeah. It always sucks when you see, like, 22 points on your bench. You're like, <sighs> well, this week you're projected to beat me by quite a bit because you got a fucking stacked-ass team, and I'm just hoping that they underperform. You know, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I keep hearing this thing from everybody. Oh, the stacked mafia. The mafia is stacked. Um, oh, 13 and 0 and all this stuff. I haven't won a fucking game in either league yet. Oh, wait, you're 0 and 2 in both leagues? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. you're 1 and 1. No, I'm 1 and 1 in. Because uh, you're above me now and I'm 1 and 1 also. You just have more points. I than did. Me. Okay. So between the two leagues, the wingers and the dad bod, which are the two that we're in, uh, I am 1 and 3. Yeah. And I am 2 and 2. Because I had to suffer through watching Dallas's defense score 58 points. 
Was that not fucking ridiculous? Fifty-eight points oh against me. Um, it it uh, uh, dad bods and we they won, were projected right? thirteen. Um, yeah, fifty-eight points later, I had no chance. <laughs> I I told Bijan Mustard Brad. Um, he's like, because he's he's the one that's got him. I was like, great pickup, and I was like, you know what? I'll be more than happy to lose my trophy that I've had six out of the last seven years. If Dallas keeps dominating the way they're dominating, oh I will accept that loss for that Dallas to the, win. The, the people out there in the fantasy football world that got the Dallas Cowboys are oh, super happy right now. Yeah. Now. It's not going to last. I, yes. I I love my Cowboys. Sustainability and law of averages, we have to be. We have to think about that because it's real. Yeah. But can you boost that average? But also look who they played. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I'm not going but, out there. It's like, oh, Dallas is taking it all this but year. But I'm no, also they saying they've done what they should have done to those teams. Yes, exactly. They didn't limp by. They fucked yeah. them up. Yes. So, honestly, if they can stay healthy, which is the big the big thing there, if they can stay healthy. Which Trayvon Diggs already like hasn't. Now you're the number same. one safety. And, yeah, if you're looking at fantasy, if you're a defensive league like we are, um, his points aren't very good. No. You, see, you, know I, they, you know why they're not very good, though, right? Because that's all he does. Is because he, he shuts people down. Yeah. So it's an not island. To him they much. don't throw that way, mm-hmm. and when they do, like it's not even a contest. So he gets a few pass defenders. You're and stuff. hoping he gets an interception just so you can get a few right. points. Because yeah. but but people aren't throwing that way. So yeah, nope. like it's one of those things on defense where sometimes when they're doing their job, like Nick Bosa, I have Nick Bosa, and he scored fucking three points. Yeah, you know why? Because they double team everything he does. Fuck, 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 T.J. Watt. Hmm. That motherfucker is the reason I lost last week. Wow. 15 goddamn points, and that's what I lost by. <laughs> fuck T.J. Watt. Bro. I hate T.J. Watt. I got a cool story about that. If you're that. listening and I know you're not, fuck you, T.J. Watt. <laughs> <laughs> T.J., I think you're pretty cool, dude. You're not on my teams, but I wish you were. I wish you were on the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had one of my leagues. Um, it literally was. It came down. I had two defensive guys playing. So I had Tyra Matthew for New Orleans and... Uh, uh, Zayvon Davis. Uh, sounds, uh, maybe sounds close. It's uh he's defensive lineman for um, the Browns. So um they were playing and it was miserable. Like I'm down I'm down by a point like a point eight points or some shit. And I'm sitting there watching it and the dude that I had he, he fucking went out. And then I was like, I have no chance. I have no chance. And it was like over and the end of the game. Yeah, that Monday night was was terrible anyway. It was hard to watch. It was football, but it was not the best. Yeah. I woke up the next morning because I gave up on the game the last four minutes. And Tyron Matthew made one tackle at the end. And I won by point two points. Jeez, I <laughs> I love those. I was like, I thought I lost, and like I, I looked it up, and I was just looking for next week to, and you know the waiver wire, and I looked, I was like, holy shit, I won. Yeah, I won by point two points because he made one tackle with like thirty eight seconds left. <laughs> I I love when they're that close. Let's that's go. <laughs> how I want, how I think the best football games are. Yeah, it was like two hundred two hundred point five eight to. Like two hundred point seven eight or some shit like that. It was, it was yeah, stupid close. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna transfer it over now to to college really quick because it, it's going off that like that's I I like I think if it's a good game it's close like that it's a battle the entire time. So last week Defense I was in, is involved. Uh, you get a, yes, like, it's like. Punting, like people hate that shit. I love it. Yes, I love to see the defense step because up, because of the defense you have to do that yeah. now, and that's what's awesome. I hate. 
One of my biggest pet peeves in any football, college, high school, fucking peewee, whatever, NFL, I hate the taking a knee bullshit just to run out the clock. Like, fuck, you played the whole time. I get it. Victory formation? Yeah, you, yeah I that get it. That game's over, bro. You don't want to risk any injuries and That's shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I get that they don't want to get It has to be hurt, over, over, though. But, like, like, once it's over, God damn it, just you have play. no timeouts, you're fucked up. Like, it's over. Like it's When they me. find out they can run out the clock two minutes left, I'm like, come on. Or minute 58, because it's under, you know. I hate it. Do something. Like, let your, your third string have a chance to see if he can get through this yeah. line. Like, do something. Yeah, like, then he you don't want to play it, your starters. And it goes back for a fumble six. And- <laughs> okay, so then it's 44 to 6 instead of 44 no. Oh, oh, you mean like in, in blowout blows. It's situations. like, yeah, I say, like, come on, just keep playing. I don't oh, know. Oh, man, then what, what if you fuck up the spread, dude? Vegas will come after you. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's what sucks. But, anyways, what I was getting at last week, I was in uh, Baton Rouge and then New Orleans, and I got to go to the Cajun LSU. Country. I go. love Cajun food. Fuck oh, yeah. Cajun and Creole, like, oh, such Big good time. food. Uh, I got to go to the LSU Grambling State game. And I'm telling you, the first quarter was awesome. I didn't care that the seat was one third of my ass. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> it, like I'm sitting on two. You got seats. a lot of people in that stadium. Yeah, it was Death horrible. Valley, baby. <laughs> Great stadium, beautiful stadium, awesome. The uh, atmosphere, like just everything, was just awesome. It was a great game to be at, and the first quarter was just how I thought a game like that should go. Both teams battling, defense, offense, both. It was like uh, LSU gets the ball. They make their way down off of seven plays, touchdown, extra point. Grambling State gets it. They make their way down seven, eight plays, touchdown, extra point. LSU gets the ball back, goes again. Don't score that to punt it away. Grambling gets it, makes a field goal. It's now 10-7 Grambling in LSU's field. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. The bands are getting into it and battling, so Grambling brought their entire marching band LSU has their entire marching band, and they're going back and oh, forth. Oh, dude, and, and the Grambling marching band. They're both awesome. Bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you're talking, like, the top yeah. in the country. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so like, competitive. Those are ferociously awesome marching yes. bands. <laughs> yeah, and, and the game was so competitive, the bands are battling, too. Oh, yeah. And, and it was just, it was great. And then after the first quarter... Grambling said, okay, that's all we got. And the game ended 72 to 10. Ooh. So it was not a good game after that. It was just straight fuck you, fuck you, yeah. fuck you, fuck you, fuck that's you. Where the de- the that's where depth comes in. We we left early. Um, it was like halftime. And Lex is like, do you want a beer? I was like, look, the seat's so small. My ass is non existent. It hurts. If I get up to get a beer, I'm not coming back. He's like, I, like I'll walk I would around. rather go, yeah, watch it on the TV by the bar or something. Yeah. Cause like, Concourse watch, man. Just- Different yes. angles. I always like doing that. The the, the cheap seats suck because no, I'm not kidding. They're they're literally like that wide, and you are just crammed in. I had some guy who was leaning against my legs and elbowing my knees, and it was just uncomfortable. So I was like, if I get up to get a beer, I'm staying gone. Well, I do have to say one thing: they can't have very big seats when the capacity of the stadium is 102,321. Right? <laughs> they're, they're tiny. Hundred and two thousand people in Death Valley. I see why in between like row Tiger, three Tiger and row Stadium four in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. There's there's the uh these little concrete like you can pay more and get those and it's just your family. Yeah. More comfortable seats. Like I'd spend the money for a concrete box. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because I'd be comfortable. Hell yeah. 
Um, but no, it was awesome. Like I said, I, I've got my LSU hat on right now. Like, like I'll continue to support it's a great Idaho hat teams. Uh, that, that hat is so you. Like, you sent me the picture. I'm like, fuck, yeah. that looks like you've owned that hat for 12 years. Like, it fits like, your head. It. Like, it fits your colors. Like, I love the eye logo. It's fucking sick. Yeah, dude. that's what's right in the middle of their field. So good. And, well, I was, like, walking around. I had a different hat, actually, in my hand. I was going to get it. And then, just out of nowhere, I just saw this one. This last one. I was like, yeah. That's me. Those top of the world hats are nice like, too. They that's fit so cold. T- yes. Yeah. Comfy. So I am now, and I told my son I got him a hat too. Uh, I said we are now LSU fans. Um, Go like, buy I knew, I knew of the team, but I've never really like eh, you know focus on it because I've always been so focused just like Vandals and seeing how BSU is doing and yeah, wa- wanting the, that rematch to happen. Yeah, the local stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's coming, dude. I guarantee uh, it's got to be coming. But dude. That was an experience, man. That that stadium's awesome. The both teams were awesome. I want to okay. I want to hear about the tailgate. What no. was the tailgate like? Well, we didn't. What? what? <laughs> it was. We were there for my wife's work function. Okay. So we went to some work luncheon thing, which the food was okay. But uh, yeah, I've not been to a great tailgate yet. What? I know. I know. It's like even going to Dallas games, like I'm always with my dad and he's just so old and we just don't oh. leave early enough to hit a good tailgate. So, okay, I know you're a Vandals fan. I'll tailgate the fuck out of a BSU game. I don't care. I had some of the best times down yeah, there, dude. Like, like without tickets. You don't have to go in. That's what i everybody's got TVs. So you hear the stadium start cheering and then you just walk over to the, the closest TV and watch everything that's happening. So you never miss anything. If I Everybody had a spot, you. I would just bring my camper because I can mount a TV oh, on the outside dude, wall of it. Like, it, it's ridiculously awesome. Yeah, there. like there's food everywhere. Everybody wants to have drinks with you. Like, you can literally you don't even need a ticket to the game to go down there and fucking have a, a wonderful day. <laughs> yeah. So so getting on moving on now from from that sticking with college kind of my son wants to go to BSU. He wants okay. to play for BSU. Nice. He apologized to me because I'm sorry. I, was like, I don't give a fuck. I, I mean, don't care where you play. Like. That's what you want. Go for it. I was like, you're going to end up with the Cowboys. So I'm more than happy with it. <laughs> He's like, yep. That's his plan. I like it. He wants to make the NFL. And, you know, you hear all these people like, oh, 1%. You're not going to make it. I'm like, Riley, that's what you want. And you work for it. You're going to make it. Yes. And I'm going to continue to tell him that. Even your practice squad, dude, you're making fucking 180 grand a year. Yeah. Or some stupid shit. Yeah. Like, don't quote me on that. But um, It's something. Uh, more than I make. Yeah. <laughs> More than we make together, yeah. yeah. To to practice against the NFL team, like and yeah. and maybe even get a spot. And even if you don't, you're still hanging out with the guys who do have a spot. And it's your job, like yeah. You, you get to go play football and make money. Like. That's that's um. I'm gonna jump here real quick, even though we want to kind of stop the jumping around. That was one thing I loved about fucking Tony Romo. Not only do I think he was a great quarterback, he broke lots of records. I get it. Oh, he's not top because he doesn't have a Super Bowl win. Bullshit. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I like Tony. I liked him because I saw an interview. Well, I liked him because I thought he was a good player. He played for my my team, obviously. But I watched an interview he did, and he somebody asked him, why are you always smiling? And he's like, the worst thing that ever happens to me is on a football field. Yeah. You know, that's great. Like, it didn't, yes, that's your job, and you kind of, you lost or like whatever, the, something happened. The dude is such a badass. Like yeah, off the like as an announcer, I love his games, man. I, I love, love the way yeah. he, he analyzes stuff. His voice, like yeah, he's, uh, he's it, awesome. It's like my new football. Like when I was a kid, it was certain people. Yeah, yeah. Know? And then now it's 
I love Tony Romo games. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is just I. I thought he was great, and I do think Cowboys could have done better if when Tony got better, instead of just getting rid of him and keeping Dak, put Tony back in, let Dak learn another year. Yeah, underneath. I agree. I agree. But yeah, so Riley, um, onto the kids section. Had a game last week. Nice. I was very sad that his Middleton game was the same week that you guys finally played in Boise because I would have liked to have gone to both, watched both. Um, while I was talking to Dan, texting Dan and texting Utah and Zane, good luck, you guys were just about to start. We were already almost to Middleton because his coach makes yeah. him get there an hour early so they can practice Us before too. the game. And Yeah. So, Hilarious. by the way, Zane made starting offensive line, blocked like a champion. The dude against him was uh, – Six inches taller and about 40 pounds heavier, and manhandled him for the most part. But dude, he fought every play. And uh, the dude didn't, he made like three plays. The dude was shut down most of the rest of the time. Even oh, though yeah. Zane got his ass kicked, the kid didn't make the tackle. And I said, That's what you do when you block, bro. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you get your ass kicked. Did the yeah. guy that you were supposed to block make a play? You want him to throw off his route so yep. that your guys have time. That's, yep. that's the main yep. thing. As long as your guy doesn't make the play, you won, even if you're on your ass. Yep. Like, you just you get up in there distracted. He was way outmatched, but he he worked hard. It was a great it was a great weekend. That's how Riley's game was, and the coach warned us. Like he probably spent after we left that game, he probably stayed there and watched other games, or drove to wherever the team we're playing this week was playing, and he watched their game. Like he will scout out the other teams to see how they are. So he he pre warned the kids. I heard him during practice. These kids are going to be twice your size. They're massive, but they're slow. Uh, for 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 the Middleton, fuck you, Middleton. Actually, I take that back. I'm sorry. The Middleton team was good. The Middleton coaches were very awesome. I liked them, and I'll explain that in a second. Fuck that town. Fuck their refs. Fuck their announcers. Fuck all of it. Yeah, they're cul- pieces of shit. Bad culture. I don't yes. Like um, but that's how it was. Like again, the same with with because Riley plays tight end, so he's on the offensive line. He's blocking a lot more than he's catching. But there was a guy probably towered a good foot above him. I, I'm like, he, he's like my size. Yeah. But Riley was pushing him a couple times. It was Some him and another guy. Grow fast. <laughs> it was him and another guy, this big kid and another kid, and they're double teaming, and Riley's getting them both. And it was funny because after the game, Riley's like, that big guy, he's soft, Dad. He's soft. I'm like, what? And he goes, he's huge, but he was soft. Yeah. I was pushing him around. I was like, hell yeah. But I got I ran into those guys all the time yeah. when I was young, dude. I was like, oh, this guy's massive. I'm like, Ugh. And then I hit him once. I'm like. Shit. Yeah, I got this. Uh, I'm going to brag a little bit, a little dad brag here. My son brag. caught the uh, two-point conversion. Dad brag, drag. Diving catch in the end zone with like four players around him. Highlight. Because of the ESPN shitty announcers, 10. right? It's going to be on the Ocho. The Ocho. Oh. Uh, <laughs> because of the shitty announcers, you hear on the reception, yawn, and that was where it ended. We're like, did he get it? Did he not? That... Uh, that. It's like, come on, tell us, did they score? What's I'm not up? trying to disrespect, bro, but that would be like top 10 worst announcer calls. Yes. Yawn on the catch. And that's exactly <laughs> how it sounded. We're like, okay. You're like, are you bored up there? Did Dick? he complete it? Did we get the point? Can he use his first name? <laughs> God damn it. So we're like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, not knowing to cheer. And then I see him all cheering. He's like, yeah, and I'm yelling. And um, 
Oh, the excitement level when it's your kid is amazing. Yes. Dan had his first tackle, dude. I lost my shit on the sideline. He was right there. Dude, I wanted to run out there and like start smacking him on the pads. Like, let's go. Right? <laughs> you just want to hop. Like, like, you totally blew that kid up, dude. That was great. That was the first time I'd ever seen it. <laughs> but the, the Middleton team that we played, um, there was one part, and I was I gained a lot of respect for their coaches on this. One of the big kids was tackling. He couldn't get the kid. He grabbed the face mask and slammed him to the ground. Yeah, can't do that. That coach said, get your ass over here. We do not do that. Pull him off the field. Was in his face. Respect that coach. And then a second coach came over after, and then he got in his face. And he's like, you will sit on this bench. You do not do that. I was like, "Yep, that's awesome. Yep. Because when we played Emmett last year, there was a blindside block in the back, and they we had to have our our, our player like carried off the field. He couldn't get back up and, and walk. Like, good hit, good hit. They yeah. were cheering so much that our coaches yeah. wanted to fight them. And the rest had all coaches back. Like yeah. Emmett is ten times worse than Middleton. But the line judges, the fucking refs, the time clock keeper, they sucked. They were totally favoring Middleton. In a in a twelve and under football. Right. <laughs> Say God. So it was twenty four. Really don't keep record. There's no like playoffs or nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. It finished fourteen to eight. Right. Let's see. So. 15-8, to 16-8, I don't know, something like that. And they, it should have been like 16 to nothing. Like, we shut them down every time they would try to score until this bullshit. Like, it was fourth and eight, and they ran the ball and didn't get anywhere, or third and eight, they ran the ball and didn't get anywhere, but the clock keeper stopped the clock and then kept it stopped for like 30 seconds when there's only 30 seconds left on the clock. Like, game's over. Like, what are you doing? They didn't call a timeout. They didn't, you know what I mean? And it was just it was just bad. And then they run. They're like, got about six yards. First down. No, he needed eight. Like, what are you doing? And they kept doing that until they finally scored right as the clock ran out. And, like, again, I shouldn't be mad because our boys won, but it was still it's just like, man up. Like, just play normal. You're going to lose. Lose like a, a, a you know. I know the little boys, but like the coaches, lose like a man. Like just accept it. It sucked. Um, like when Riley's team lost his first game, twenty-two to nothing. They got dominated. I bought him a sign, and I told the whole team that you know that Monday practice. Like I said, read the sign. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Just learn from it. You fucking lost. Oh well, it's not the end of the world. It's a game. Yep. And yeah, it was just it was bad. So. I hope you're all listening. Fuck you, Middleton. Uh, also, fuck you, Emmett, from last year. I'm still... I, I hold a grudge on certain things, and that was horrible. Um, and, you know, part of me deep down is because the beginning of the Emmett game last year, I overheard the team like, oh, my God, they're all small. This is going to be easy. And they're just like, how small they are. And so I went and I told... I They were all talking, all the kids and the coach. I was like, coach, can I say... I was like, I just want you guys to know that team over there. They're talking about how they're just going to walk all over you because you guys are small. Our smallest guy took out two of their players, like, out of the game. Ooh. Hit him so hard, he was just out of the game. He couldn't play anymore. Like, fuck you with small. Like, we got small kids, but they're they're not wimps. And so that's what's picturing Zane. Like, because this kid, I think even now, I mean, he's in seventh grade, and he's like four foot nine and just taking out people bigger than him. He's the hardest hitter on our team. And so when you're talking about Zane tackling this big, that's what I'm picturing in my head. It's just this little, like, oh. God, fuck you. God, you got worked a lot, but 
Dude, he, he made a lot of really good plays. And so. he didn't give up, which is... No, and that's the whole thing. That's what's, that's the best and part. He's like, yeah. God, I just get my ass kicked out there. It's like, yeah, but remember the games before, you weren't playing because you were a sub. It's like, now you're starting. And yeah. you're out there the whole time and making a difference. Like, So is he he's starting defense? <laughs> guard. Offensive guard. Damn. <laughs> yeah, nice. Dude. And and he really he blocks really well. He's just little. So, But he hasn't moved to both sides of the field yet? No, not yet. He fills in on defense, plays a lot of good ends. Um, like I said, he doesn't have the killer instinct yet. He'll get there. Yeah. This is his first year tackle, he right? See, yeah. He sees the play yeah. really well. Like, he scouts it. Like, he he keeps square to the play. Like, he does everything right. Just when the play comes to him, he doesn't lower the boom. Uh, you know, and, and he's eight. Yeah. Yeah. His <laughs> I, first I don't time expect tackle. him to go out there yeah. and be a murderer. You know what I mean? So, I, I respect the fact that he's really understanding the game and he flows well. Um his stance is great. Like he does things right. Um, he's just a little guy. Next year, it'll be it, it yep. definitely because that's what happened to Riley. Riley's first year tackle because Riley played a couple years of flag. Flag sucks. I get it. It's there for fundamentals, you know. But they they teach it totally wrong. You can't do this. You can't do this. And then you go in and they're like, "Have you played football before?" And I'm like, "Yeah, barely." And then the coach says, "This," and they're like, "What's that?" Because they don't teach him the right things. Which, whatever I get, there's like a whole other podcast and subject. I hate the participation. I hate the everybody plays. I hate that crap. Right. Uh, I grew up in the time where it was you try out, and if you were good enough, you played. If you weren't, you tried harder. Yeah, and Zane wasn't good enough, and he didn't play much the first couple games. And that's how it should be. We had a talk, and he worked his ass off and made starting line because. That's why I tell Riley for every practice, 110%, man, you want to keep your starting tight end and you're starting defensive end position you hit somebody i was like you go on that field in practice but to my friends like, i don't care knock him on his ass not if he has the ball and i'll tell you what if you knock him on his ass that coach is gonna be smacking the helmet telling you how good you did yep. and you were gonna keep your starting position yep. be friends after I, I don't know how many high schools i played against in high school where i was friends with the people i was playing against i whatever like i had relatives on the other teams whatever like during the game you're my enemy, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going down. <laughs> After, we'll go have a burger together, but during the game, <laughs> and that's just what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's talk about some headlines in sports. There's been a lot going on. Not, so much. Not just today, but the last several days. So we're just going to hit the top five headlines right now and uh, do a little quick back and forth opinion uh Thing here. I'm probably so, going to cry on some so, of these. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling too. So, um, with that, with that being said, let's just lead off with the biggest story of the day: uh, Cowboy star cornerback Trayvon Diggs tears ACL in practice. It's a blow for the defense off to a great start. Yes. What is your thoughts on that, Mister Cowboy? I obviously it sucks. First off, losing Trayvon Diggs, big time. But to make it a hundred and ten percent worse, losing him. From practice, not being hit in a game, not nope. this, like, practice. And this happened last year to somebody else. I don't remember which team it was, but that has got to be, like, a hit on his ego, too. Like, oh, I was just practicing, and I tore my ACL. Like, that sucks. Season ending, yeah. Season ending. And I think he is one of the best um, player defensive players in the league, like, and – his biggest problem is that he goes for that interception every time. Yeah. To his downfall. But it's also 
But that aggressiveness is so good, dude. Yeah. Like, because he makes a lot more plays. It's, it's going to be felt. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Like, well, they avoid him, you know. Now they're going to be throwing to that side more. I'm just hoping his backup has been paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's definitely got some good people and it's to good, yeah, follow so. up with, man. So I am totally sad with that one. Yep. I, I think I think all Cowboy Nation is, and, and honestly, anybody who likes good defense because uh, the dude is a hell of a cornerback. So um, thoughts and prayers there, man. We'll see you soon. On to the next uh, unfortunate headline, we have Nick Chubb's injury underscores running backs. Oh, Pleads for bigger contracts and teams fears. So essentially what's happening is it, it's, re, it's supporting the fact that running backs are getting screwed badly right now when it comes yes. to contracts. And then you just see somebody like Nick Chubb, who um, from what I've, uh, I understand is an amazing dude. Like he off made, the field. Like everything, like yeah. all around, like person that you want to be around. Like he's a leader of that team. Um, see him go down. That sucks. Um, but and that was a horrible, horrible, horrible. And it injury. wasn't. It wasn't an illegal hit or anything. No, no. And it, it was some a bullshit. Fucking horrible that. accident. Like, he just got hit wrong, and just like that guy last year, and I keep brain farting his name. They got hit in the chest and and stopped his heart. Um, oh yeah. Um, I I figured you would just shoot it right off. I was about to, but then I was about to say <laughs> Trayvon Diggs because we just talked. <laughs> um, like uh, and. Awesome that he's coming back. Um, Harris. Harris. Um, Why the fuck am I on a burger? <laughs> Whatever, yeah. Uh, same kind of thing. Like, it was just, I mean, that is a huge loss to any Browns fan. Damar Hamlin, I'm so sorry. Hamlin, yes, Damar. Uh, that's a huge, huge loss for the Browns. Yeah. Uh, oh, so devastating. I mean, I think that's probably a bigger loss than Trayvon Dix for the Cowboys. Oh, absolutely, because you lose locker room. I mean, you yes. lose leader. You lose... You lose so much more with a player like that. Yeah. like And that's the whole thing about the running back position is he's made more because of what his value is to that entire team where a lot of these other Not running just backs for the are, wins. There are like, oh, well, I'm top of my position. And it's like, yeah, but the backup's right there too. And like It's a really hard situation to be in for elite running backs right uh -huh. now because they're super F and A, Cotton, F and A. <laughs> so reaffirmed what I was saying. Yes. And, and it's just sad, man, because like I said, not only do you lose a good dude, but all these running backs that are trying to get money are like, well, hey, look what happened to Nick Chubb. Like, you know, what happens in two games if you blow your ACL and then we owe you, you know, $25 yeah. million guaranteed or whatever, you know, all these things. Um, it, it, It's like a double whammy. I, I hope he comes back for him. Same thing with DeMar Hamlin. I know just watching – all the interviews and everything after that, he wants to come back. So for him, I hope that that Chubb can come back. But I'm also in dad mode, but like, think about your future. Yeah. Like, you're up there in age. You've had some great career. Is it worth... I mean, this isn't, again, like we said at the beginning of the show, this isn't the first time he's torn his ligaments. Yeah. He's only so like, like 28. He's not that old. For a football player that's getting old. For a running back that's getting old. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Brett Favre was fucking one foot, or not Brett Favre, uh, that guy I hate. Tom Brady, one foot in the grave at, what, 46? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's older than most of the coaches. Like, so. One of my favorite TV or uh, sports radio shows calls him uh, Bacon 46. <laughs> nice. So anybody out there that knows what that <laughs> reference is, it's a great show. <laughs> uh, what's the next topic? All right. right. On to the next one. We're going to go on to something new. We haven't talked about this yet. Let's talk baseball. Mm-hmm. 
Another oh, we'll try. We have MLB recently expanded playoff f- field helps provide great playoff races in both NL and AL. So if you're not aware of this, last year the the uh, baseball expanded the wild card to an, an extra team. Okay. Which basically allowed. I think I was aware of it at the time. Yeah, but I think it's like uh, so four extra teams make the playoffs or something like that. Yes. So. I really like it because baseball's been struggling in the last twenty years because it's boring. The slow pace of play, it's boring. You know, to people on TV, like in the, in the ballpark. I mean, I don't think anybody can argue that that's that's great. I'm but, not a baseball fan. I would love, I love watching yeah, it in the park. That's it's the whole awesome. thing. So the the, the 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 TV is where a lot of it's at. And so um, I understand it, and it just it creates so many more markets that have the ability to. Be excited in the month of September because September is when the pennant races are all happening. And then you get into October, and that's when if you don't watch baseball, baseball becomes an every pitch type of thing. Yeah. Like through the games because every game matters. Like it gets really cutthroat, mm-hmm. especially you get into the wild card games because um, the first one's a one-game playoff. One game in baseball is the just – most insane thing ever because you play 163 games. That, that's what I was going to say. You're like, going to come down to a one game showdown yeah. for the final, that final wild card spot. And that's awesome because that gives that many more people. Your team before that is out of the race and done. Now you're going to tune in for that fucking that uh, elimination game, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so is everybody else because that's fucking what baseball is all about. Baseball in elimination status, every pitch counts, and that's what's forgotten through 163 games throughout the season is that baseball, when it's at its most like highest level of competition, which is like the playoffs, October, it's a different game. See, and that's I'm not a baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy playing it. I suck. Uh, I enjoy watching it in the stadium. Yep. Uh, At the old bottle park. I am the I am the one you were talking about, like TV, it's fucking boring to me. Right. But if I am to give I those players asleep. one credit and thing I am amazed at is the 163 games they play. Brutal. That is crazy. Like, you look at NFL, 17, 18, you know, maybe up to 20 with playoffs in the Super Bowl. But... It's like a fourth, a fifth of what baseball plays. Yeah. I get it. And NFL is like the travel physical. Oh yeah, God, like dude, you're like never home ever. So that's tough on their family. That's tough on them. That's tough on on your bodies. I mean, all that travel, lack of sleep, all the practices, everything. So hotels for fucking kudos half of seven months. I would love that. I'm a hotel guy. Ah. <laughs> uh, kudos to them because that is a lot. I'm glad they're taking steps to. Bring in more viewers. Yep. Pitch clock's been awesome, man. So that's, that's cool. Pick, that picks up the pace so much because the pitches happen almost twice as fast. And I've noticed it in stadiums. I've noticed it on TV. When I watch it, it's constant pitching instead of them sitting there adjusting their jock, <laughs> which I get. I've worn a jock, man. You got to adjust that shit. Yes, but, yeah. But there's a lot less downtime, and I feel like it really has improved the flow, the pace, the rhythm of the game. And I think a lot of improvements, man. So these little things like an extra playoff round, like yeah, like why the hell not? Let's go. See, and that's that's the kind of stuff that might drive me towards watching more games. Exactly, and that's what their goal is. And honestly, they're doing the right things for the first time in yeah. a long time. You know what I mean? 
Like I always said, you know what? I'll watch baseball when if you tackle the guy and first he drops the ball, you're safe. Like, yeah. But that's getting more into base get ball. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. But yeah, no, I that's that's awesome. I'm glad for that. Uh, it's kind of exciting. And again, I usually try to keep track during the World Series. Oh yeah. But other than that, I like on my phone. I have Score Mobile. I'll check scores of teams I like. Yep. Yeah. And I'll. I'm a Cubs fan, so I'm a Rangers. Let's go Cubs. Uh, Rangers are still battling yeah. in there too, so uh, we'll have some more to talk about as uh, the hunt for October gets a little closer here. The hunt for Red October. The hunt for the Red October. So before you go to the next That's headline, another good movie. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, I, you'll hear those a lot from me, people. A lot I'm of a movie guy. From Donnie. <laughs> What's the next uh, next one? All right. What on are we to, number four? On to the next headline. Oh, this is this is one that's extremely exciting. And actually, on the Associated Press website, the picture is of Boise State. Uh, I figured once you said exciting, it yep. was going to be a BSU thing. Oh, uh, it's not necessarily Boise they State. They finally won a game, it's people. Just picture. Uh, we did. We did. We are one and two. Let's go. Vandals two and one. Dude, a little more depth and they would have won that fucking game. I was cow. so sad, dude. Holy I was so sad. Shit. Um, so the headline reads, what's next in major college football realignment? How about a best of the rest league? I like that actually. You know that that's a, a lot of the talk because I don't know. Would you call it that? Or no, I mean, obviously not. But come up with something better. But I mean, there's a whole lot of talk because they're trying to make the pack two because they're saying that they've got like a couple years in for Washington State and Oregon State to rebuild back to the eight eighteen minimum. Mm-hmm. They have four years to do it. So technically, they could operate as the pack twelve, pack two. And still get the money for everything for just those two schools and like ball it. Like there's all these crazy things going on. Or do they join the Mountain West, which I think is the most reasonable yeah. thing for them. I mean, they're gonna have to get paid some extra money, you know, because of their stature. But there's just there's so much going on. But there's a lot of talk of saying, What about all these teams that are out there, you know, the best of the Mountain West, the best of the Pac Two, <laughs> which is the Pac Two. You know, some of these other guys. Um, there's a lot of good teams out there, so let's say you don't try to create a something that can become a power. Yeah, player. you know what I mean. I don't know that it's possible. Less of a confinement. I don't necessarily like that thought process, that idea. I I think the Mountain West is strong as fuck is where they're at. Like yeah, they, they've proven it. They're stable. They're operating at a high level for where where they're at. Now, granted, it's not the same market share, but at the same time, compared to everybody else, they're, they're the most stable by far. Why not add a couple fucking awesome teams like that and start building up that way? I'm I'm pro Mountain West absorbing and going that route. I don't know if I like the fact where you take a couple teams from all over the country and try to put together this fucking mock ass fucking well, conference. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't really make it a conference, but it gives them a chance to. At least in my mind, this is just what I'm thinking. So like you've got you know for for the playoffs, whatever you take the best out of. It used to be Pac-12, uh, each Pac-2. conference, you know <laughs> what I mean? And and they go to the playoffs and they do their thing and they get a bowl game. Well, all these other people, like, this gives them a chance, like, we're the best of these ones now. Let's put us up against somebody else. Well, the way it's set up now is with the 18, or the, uh, yeah, the 18 playoff that's coming up next year. I love that they changed that. Oh, dude, this I'm is going to so be amazing. It needs to happen. I felt like I, I, I was a, like, 14-year-old kid sitting there going, why don't they just expand and then make the bowl games part? Of the yeah. semifinals and, you know, like, in, incorporate it. Why take four weeks off? Like, why not play a few games in between yeah. there? 
I'm sure the players were the same way. Yeah, like, like, what are we doing? Just, like, we're sitting here for a month and then we got to go play a fucking football game. That sucks, <laughs> right? And then bowl games always suck because of that. Like, yes, they're ready. They're they're in rhythm. You can't stall that for four weeks and then expect a high level. You know what I mean? And some players do. Like, don't get me wrong, but dude, yeah, no, I'm I'm all about. I want to see. I want to see the Mountain West expand and and try to build that way. I think it's the the. I'd most be stable. fine with that. Um, I was sad Pac-12 was gone. I, dude, like, I think it's bullshit. I, I, I think it's it was, fucking. I was like, it's, it's garbage. Forever, dude. It's the conference of champions. Like, what like the it's fuck? one of the oldest fucking conferences in the country, and it it fell because of fucking greed and yeah. TV money. Yeah, it's bullshit. that's all it was. So like dumb. the Los Angeles schools bail. It's like, oh, you guys are gonna offer us twenty seven million? Fuck you! I'm gonna go get fifty seven million. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, now let's not I'll get it wrong. Like thirty million dollars a year for being you. I, I that's hard to turn down. Yeah. But, but it I, sucks. I, I also then that that same thing. I got to go back to the the uh, last commissioner for fucking uh, the Pac-12. He fucked that shit up so bad. Yeah. Like you know and. But and, I also think that it's just college it shouldn't Kliakoff, be about money. Fucking, he's like trying to take it over and like fix this fucking pile of dog shit to make it into a little castle and. You know, he's basically made a turd pile taller, <laughs> and now the turd pile is dried up and gone. <laughs> so, you know, I, I hate it um, from a Boise State's perspective, and my, my men's were really not involved, is I just want to see Oregon State and Washington State in the Mountain West. I think that can make everything better and, you know, I think gross potential. But I, I, I think college football is a fucking greedy – disgusting yes. fucking thing right now and that's why i hate that it because it is all about money is like i get all about money in the nfl yeah it's, i it's, don't it's a profession i hate that that's how college is going and it like, shouldn't be you destroyed the pac-12 for money yeah like you destroyed it goes back to the golf thing like the fucking live <sighs> golf and and you oh, know because it's all about money and like so much greed man. and i'm still pissed that they joined forces like i was so proud of pga and those players for standing strong and now it's like yeah whatever yep it's just a joke so yeah yeah it's it's hard but you know i guess we're gonna see what happens because there's a lot more to come uh with conference realignment i'll tell you what it's gonna be interesting all right the last headline we've got oh shoot let's see here sorry that that wasn't really a headline (laughs) (laughs) that's a weird headline yeah i had to scroll down here a little bit here and let's just see here Well, you know what? Ryder Cup. So, um, what do you think about the Ryder Cup? Like it or hate it? I don't know much about it. Okay. So I'm 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 like eh. Yeah, so the Ryder Cup basically is USA versus the rest of the world in golf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then USA selects their teams, they go and it's match play. So they battle golfers battle each other. So uh, you know how match play works, right? Yeah, yes. So they battle for holes and then, you know, plus minus whoever wins. Um, I know it's been quite the, um, what do you call it, for golf. It, it, it lights a fuse under some <laughs> fucking the pompous shit in golf. Like uh, people get a little more excited, like celebrations. Yeah, I hate the pompous shit. Yeah, I feel like it gets a little more lively, you know what I mean? Which so, it needs. I mean, golf definitely. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I don't know much about the Ryder Cup because I'm more just I watch the Masters. Okay, and that's like about it because golf is a boring sport to watch. Sometimes, sometimes it's fun. So I just like I watch some of the major ones, and I'm like, eh, I know what the Ryder Cup is, but I don't. Excellent. So to build off that, 
What do you like about golf itself? What's your favorite thing when you go to a golf course? The sound. <laughs> oh, the so sound agree, of the perfect dude. swing and the perfect hit, like just that sound. Yep. Um, I love the sound of being out in like it's like nature. It's a little yes, it's yeah. a little piece of of habitat. Like the animals, the the chirping, the 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 silence that is so loud. Like I don't know, it's it's super cool. And slap balls around. <laughs> Slapping them balls. Slapping nah. the balls. Uh, <laughs> the, that was uh, something I always thought science, I <laughs> could benefit from and I keep trying to get is the lessons. Yeah, and honestly, like two or three lessons. Like just most people don't understand how much torque is on a club. So when you swing it, it naturally bends open. And that's why people that don't know how to do it will slice it because they swing real hard and they don't r- roll their wrists through. So you have to roll your wrist over to compensate for the club face opening. That's how you square it at, See? at impact. And most people don't realize that. I'm one right? of those that didn't realize so it. So I know when I slice it, I need to get my wrist through. So if I roll my wrist through, the natural opening of the torque on the club squares it up, and that's what makes it go straight. I don't know. So, again, I had no clue. Yeah. Th- those are little things that can just change everything. Where's you that little rainbow that with the star? The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. I don't know Do if you, you know noticed. where your kids are right? <laughs> <laughs> Better be football practice. Oh, you fucking out. Also a bunch of and little things. And I stand things, up dude. a lot. I need to tie like a 20-pound weight to my nuts or something because I stand up a lot. Yeah. Something's going to hurt me, so I stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay stop low. Stop standing up. Swing, swing your knees through and twist the hips. But little. for the most part, I play with my dad and my brothers. And I can't trust them to watch where my ball goes. So if I stare <laughs> at I my ball, that. I'm going to spend another 40 minutes looking watch for Watch your own goddamn ball. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, where to go? I don't know. Well, fuck. You tell me to stare at the ball and watch the ball. I can't do both. So whatever, yeah. you know. Watch the club hit the ball. Yeah. Well, then I don't see the ball. <laughs> so well, I didn't see it either. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's one of those where I'm like, hit. Okay. You're like, cool. I have a 400-yard <laughs> radius. Go look yeah. for my ball. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, I, I it's think been a good uh, one. it's been fun. I, we appreciate everybody who's listening, and uh, we look forward to seeing you soon as we continue to um, improve and revamp. Talk about balls and such. And we just continue balls and such. And I would like to say for for next episode. Yeah, I think we go on without telling each other. We each look up two oh. obscure sports. Ooh, and we bring those to talk about obscurities. I like it. Okay, so I want to add a little obscure sports in, into into this and see see if we come up with the same two. Oh, I doubt it. Or if we find, I'm gonna get weird too. <laughs> so that's gonna be at least one segment of next week is ob- obscure sports. A couple of ob- uh, See, I can't even say obscure. obscure sports. Obscure and ridiculous. Yes. Yes, and then yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna go crazy, people. F and A, cotton. F and A.